T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news. Well, while we're in here talking about Pop-Tarts, strawberry, frosted, four to five sprays of uh, can't believe it's not butter, the Texans are out there working. Surprise, surprise, we're over here Phil farting around and Nick Casario's Nick, Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryan's are over there doing work. Uh, here's the breaking news: Aaron Wilson reports the Texans have been awarded safety Kareem Jackson off waivers from the Broncos. League sources confirm he he dropped out on about 14 minutes ago. It's getting getting confirmed over and over again as we uh, as as we speak. Big shout out to Justin Voorhees down in uh, in Corpus Christi, man. He's one of our one of our, our loyal listeners, and uh, he tagged me a couple of times, tagged the station on it a couple of times. Appreciate you doing that, Justin. Um, Patrick, man, welcome to the show, baby. We got uh, we got a little news, and you damn right, I use the, uh, the the breaking news sound. This is Kareem Jackson, baby. This is Rain Boy right here. This is uh, this is big news. I, look, I, I think it's big news on on several fronts, um, and and first and foremost. For all of us Texans fans out there, damn it, the Texans needed help. Jimmy Ward injured again. Last time it was a concussion, comes back this week, uh, gets gets smoked on the first play of the game and, and, and leaves the ball game, and he's, and he's got a quad injury, right? So, um, cl- clearly, they need some help at the safety position. Oh, by the way, Jalen Petrie, in the game where Jimmy Ward leaves with a quad injury, Jalen Petrie is benched. Uh, you, you got you got Houston Carson and and uh, Amos are, are your two starting safeties, uh, are not starting but two safeties that that played the majority, damn near all of the game last week at the safety position. So clearly the Texans, uh, their DB room, their safety room is in need of some help, and in comes a familiar face to all of us Texans fans, Kareem Jackson. Obviously, um, head coach D'Amico Rhines is very familiar with Kareem Jackson. Uh, and what he's capable of doing. But for those that, that didn't know, um, Kareem got suspended, hit with a hit with a uh, a good-sized fine. What would you say he did again? I know I know he obviously – Oh, it was a head-to-head. Head-to-head deal again. Um, but there must have been – I don't know exactly what went on in Denver, but when he came back and was, and, and was cleared to play, he wasn't active for the, the Broncos. They, they release him. The Texans claim him. I am a big Kareem Jackson fan. Uh, I understand that you got to you got to play the game a little bit cleaner. Yada yada yada. I get it. It's a violent sport. It happens. Um, and um, 
this is much needed help, Patrick, for the uh, for the Texans in the secondary. First of all, welcome home two five. <laughs> former first round pick, right? As a guy who you know he was once a, a part of one of the the best defenses we've seen the Texans field. Uh, Bama guy obviously knows uh, Miko well as you said. Uh, look, they needed a veteran presence at the safety position. Jimmy Ward is that guy, and Jimmy Ward's having trouble staying on the field. And the fact that they went out and and picked, put the claim in for Kareem Jackson, a guy who's been suspended twice this year, who's been ejected twice this year for for roughness rules. Man, this this tells you number one, Jimmy Ward might might not be playing this week. And just got put on IR. By the way, they just oh, that, that, that was that was a corresponding new or move that they made. Was he, he goes to IR done for the year? At this is you know look we said probably wasn't going to play. Well now he's not going to play the rest of the season. And having a guy like Kareem Jackson to be that that veteran guy back there, that veteran leader, that they know they're getting that kind of player. And it's great that Kareem gets to kind of come back home. And this is look this is the kind of move that you hope to be able to make. To get a guy that can potentially make a positive difference for you off the scrap heap late in the season at a position you desperately need help at. Yeah, a little, little bit of crossover. A couple of years of crossover there in D'Amico Ryan's uh, time with the Texans and 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 uh, Kareem Jackson's time with the Texans. So there's obviously some familiarity there. And, and as we know, D'Amico Ryan's, he, does, he leaves no stone unturned as it pertains to to uh, scouting players and 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 knowing who you know who's capable of doing what, um, I, I do. I wonder, and I haven't done the homework because hell, we just heard about it. But I do wonder how familiar Kareem Jackson is with D'Amico Ryan's defense, um, just in terms of how quickly can this guy get plugged in and play. I know he can get plugged in and be a backup and be an emergency guy. And if you get in there, hey man, it's cover two. You know your coverage has never changed, but there. There are a lot of moving parts with D'Amico Ryan's defense, as as in terms of of you know pressuring, um, pressuring a lot, dialing up a bit, a lot of different pressures, disguising a lot, um, whether it's zone or man. They're, they're, they 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 it's it's not just plug and play. We've heard we've heard uh, the coaches talk about it, the, the defensive line. It's pretty simple. You plug and play. You 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 see ball, chase ball kind of deal. But with the secondary, I, I think. Um, as you see, Jimmy Ward, a veteran, being a guy that that was brought in, trusted. Petrie, a guy that for whatever reason can't seem to grasp what what the hell he's supposed to do, so he gets benched. Clearly, there's a little more to it in the back end of this of this defense, Patrick, to to just be able to to show up and and start and play and be an impact player. I, I'm I'm curious to see how quickly Kareem can get on the field because I know if he can get on the field, he can be an impact player. I'm I'm just curious to see how quickly he can get on it. Well, you know, I know we you've probably talked a lot about the injuries on the Texans' offensive line and how many guys are on IR. Well, Jimmy Ward going on IR, that's the fifth defensive back to go on IR, like not coming back. Eric Murray, MJ Stewart, Graylin Arnold, Tabby Thomas, uh, now Jimmy Ward. All these guys on IR. You saw they picked up Des King, who for whatever reason didn't, didn't uh, fit in. With the Steelers, I wasn't sure why they released him to begin with. He's played pretty good for this team. He comes back, oh, and he's making plays. Yeah. Uh, if you had me right now, who would you rather have uh, in the back as a starting center? Would you rather have it be Kareem Jackson or Adrian Amos? That's not a hard conversation for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the Houston Carson kid and, and Adrian Amos, clearly they 
they they have picked it up quickly and and boom they can get out there and play but but as you as these next two games unfold you're gonna need guys that are that are game changers guys that are impact players and we'll see if Kareem Jack we know if he gets on the field what he can do I don't think that I don't think that's left him yet I, I think he was doing that unfortunately he was doing some of it illegally in, in Denver and it cost him some games multiple games but hopefully he can get on the field and, and be an impact player that that we've seen Kareem Jackson be in in the past we'll see Kareem Jackson claimed by the Houston Texans uh, off waivers after being released by the Denver Broncos you guys you got something else I'll tell you what you, we, we know this about Kareem Jackson he's looking to lay lumber he's looking to, to lay a big hit we talk about you know the Texans and the run defense and how for the most part this year the run defense is massively improved from a year ago, yeah. but they have moments where they break down. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adding Kareem Jackson, a guy that you know, big hitter, comes up, plays the run well. Adding Kareem will only help them against the run, especially in big spots, and that veteran presence is going to help get those guys in the right spots because when you got a lot of young guys out there, when it's Petrie and DHC and Adrian Amos, maybe they're not always in the right spot because young guys, they, they don't have the same experience uh, as a veteran. Jimmy Ward was supposed to be, you know, the quarterback back there, d- directing everybody, directing traffic, getting guys lined up. You see how different the defense is when Jimmy Ward is on the field and when Jimmy Ward is not on the field. You now get that presence back on the field with Kareem Jackson. Yeah, you do. Um, and, and boy, Patrick, as you as you rattle off how many um, safeties, how many d- defensive backs ultimately have been placed on IR this year, Jimmy Ward being the fifth one, boy, it's crazy to think that you, you could still – I mean, look, I don't know what's going to happen with Jalen Petrie, but you could still look up right now and Derek Stingley, Steven Nelson, your two original corners coming out, Des King being your your nickel defender that he was he's been the best nickel defender for this for this football team before he got cut and when he was brought back that that's that's obviously proven out those three guys and then the back end of it again no nobody knows what's gonna happen with Jalen Petrie but you could have Petrie and and Kareem Jackson that lit, with with five guys being put on the IR 
at the safety slash cover defender position, you could still be looking at those five guys being your starters if indeed you can you can make a make a playoff a wild card spot, get win wild card spots. That's wild, man. It doesn't suck. That's wild. I mean, you you think like I, I didn't even you would be, like you think the conversation with five guys going on IR is like, man, how are they going to survive this? But in reality, it's like, no, nah, man. If, if Petrie gets his crap together, and and uh, Kareem Kareem Jackson ends up ready to plug and play, good God, this secondary—you can argue it's better. And look, slot corner has been an issue for them this year. They're down a couple of guys, and Dez is really—you know, like you said—he's been their best, you yes. know, th- slot yes. corner, third corner. Yes. Uh, you know, the guys who were supposed to play that role had guys get hurt. Yeah. And that you. Stevie, Sting, and King, those, those three guys are going to be on the field the majority of your snaps. I feel pretty good about that. Those those are three really good players. And if, if Petrie – look, I, I think that Petrie had a bad game and he'll get straightened out this week. Yes. And to have Petrie and Kareem on the field at the same time, I, I, you know, I think they're better. I think they're better. Yeah, I agree. This this is going to be fun to watch. I mean, what, what a what – a, uh, boy, if this one works out, if Kareem Jackson works out, I mean, you – Again, there's been multiple injuries, but man, you you got Tier Tart, who I heard again Johnny Harris talking on the loop earlier. I mean, there there were games when when he was the problem on that defensive front beyond Simmons in in Tennessee. Now I'm not in any way sh- in shape or form saying he's he's better than Jeffrey Simmons or even in the same category as Jeffrey Simmons. But when you line those guys up on the same defense, there were times when Tier Tart still stood out in a big big way. I mean, that, that's added depth at the very least, if not a front-line starter down the road for the Texans that you've claimed off waivers. And now you turn around and get Kareem Jackson. Two guys that could end up being really, really clutch pickups by Nick Casario in these next two division ball games as well as if you get a uh, a berth into the, you know, a wild-card berth in the playoffs. So we will see what happens there. But, boy, that's uh, some welcomed welcomed good news on December the 26th for our, uh, for our Houston Texans. The Tax Act Texas Bowl. You guys ever been? I have been. It wasn't the Tax Act Bowl yet. Okay. Uh, it was still the Advocare V100 Texas Bowl. I remember bowl. the Advocare. I remember when it was Academy, and now it's Tax Act. So I'd been to the, the Advocare, and I'd been to the Academy. I hadn't been as a Tax Act Bowl. I've covered that game probably four times. I did not realize. I should have known. Hell, I'm on the board. I should have known. It's been around 18 years. I, I, I did not. I did not realize that. I, I know the number 10 stuck out to me. We were talking to David Fletcher a little earlier, uh, the, the the GM over there that that puts all this stuff together. He uh, they've been they've been around 18 years, uh, 10 of which they've been a Big 12 SEC matchup game. So I knew the number 10 stuck out for something. But but SEC Big 12 in this part of the country. It does not get any bigger than that. And this year, the, the, the Tax Act Texas Bowl has got a tremendous matchup. The Texas A&M Aggies versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Say what you want about uh, the, the Aggies. Yes, they've had uh, arguably their best player on, on offense and best player on defense. Both of them have, have transferred out. or One of them's in the transfer portal. The other one already declared that he went to, to Ole Miss, the, the, the all-world defensive lineman that they had. But the Aggies, the way in which they've recruited the last four or five years, they're still as talented as damn near anybody in the country, maybe with the exception of some, some of the top ten teams. They, they are unbelievably talented. And 
Mike Elko having a new having a new head coach, and this is the first chance you get to 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 really put it on a line for that guy. He's he's been in in the in the role for a while now. For a few, how long has Mike Elko been in there? At least a month, right? Yeah, he he's been. Well, they fired they fired Jimbo. What about four weeks ago? Four or five weeks. Yeah, ago? Yeah, so it's been a it's been rough roughly a month since Mike Elko's been there. Don't they're talented? They got talent in the locker room, and now those kids have a re, the kids have decided they're going to stay, and they've got a reason to give it everything that they've got for Mike Elko. I would be shocked if you don't see. And I know there's been some coaching changes. Hell, my alma mater, Arkansas, has their offensive coordinator from last year, Bobby Petrino. But it, all that change, I, I mean, I, I believe that this team will be hungry as hell. They'll be prepared. They'll come out, and they'll put on a hell of a showing. And then Mike Gundy and them Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, is Ollie Gordon playing? Is he, is he an underclassman? I don't know if he's going to play yet. He, he is an, if he's playing, he is an absolute monster. I, I will tell you, the first Texas Bowl I ever covered was the first year it was Big 12, uh, Big 12 and, and uh, SEC, and it was uh, your Arkansas Razorbacks putting a whooping on the Texas Longhorns. Uh, that was the year we got the championship belts. Yes. Which was which was cool as hell. They've, they've always had really cool uh, things to give you. Like, if you were covering the game, the day before the game, they'd have a media, you know, meet and greet session and uh, media reception. And they had everything was always first class. And you can tell, you know, the difference in this game, how it was, how it's been taken over the last 10 years, that the very first year it was SEC Big 12, they set an attendance record. Very first year, there were over 71,000 people in the building after only having 32,000 the year before. Syracuse and Minnesota, which look nobody down here gives a flying rat's tail. <laughs> Syracuse and Minnesota, but since then there's all there's always been a a Texas, if you want to adopt LSU as Texas uh, team because it's been UT, Texas Tech, A and M, UT, Baylor, A and M, LSU, Texas Tech, and now back to A and M. I know A&M had a very disappointing year this year, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they really had no way of replacing Connor Wegman. And when they get him back next year, that office is going to look a lot different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You'll get a little, little peek behind the, the Mike Elko curtain of the of the Aggies. We'll see. By the way, Ollie Gordon, the second. Now, I'm assuming he's going to play. He's only a sophomore. I believe he won the Doak Walker Award this year. Um, best running back in, in college football. He, he, is, he is impressive. 1,600 yards. This year, as a sophomore for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, twenty touchdowns this year, y'all. He's he's uh, he's fun to watch. So uh, that, that's going to be a hell of a football game. If you in the, if you in the football mood on December the twenty seventh, there's still tickets available. Uh, get out there, take your son, take your kiddos, whoever it may be. Get out there and and enjoy a little uh, football in in our beautiful city uh, of Houston. All right, I, I talked about the Damian Pierce, the Damian Pierce stuff. Um, this is again football horny audio. I, I like to bring it. I like to bring it to the folks. Damian Pierce gave us a, a couple of clips. I'm going to have that for you, and we'll discuss next. It's Reaction Tuesday, presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Here's the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, Ron Hughley is out. Patrick Creighton is in. Tyler Milner. Usually behind the glass on them ones and twos. He is out. My man Jay Samuels back there doing his thing on the ones and twos. Greatly appreciate you two fellas for sitting in. Appreciate everybody out there for listening to us, whether you're listening on the AM dial, the FM HD 100.3 HD2 dial, or 
the Odyssey app. We greatly appreciate it anyway. You slice it. We appreciate you giving us part of your uh, one of your holiday days, if you will. Day after Christmas is my favorite time of year, guys. This is my absolute favorite time of the year. Um, and here we sit talking to our beautiful city of Houston about these Houston Texans. Look, I, I think I, anytime I hear a piece of audio from the Texans, I'm going to be honest with you, it's been hard to come by. My, my football horny clip of the day, that little bit that, uh, that that I lean into, my man Ron, doesn't t- he doesn't tend to lean into it as much, but I like to lean into it. And uh, it it, uh, it the first few years of its life were, were a struggle, Patrick. First few years, I mean, it was tough to get real horny about uh, Lovey Smith, to be honest with you. It was tough, it's tough to get real. I love Davis Mills, no disrespect, but my man wasn't, he don't give us much in the uh, in the post-game presser, right? He doesn't give us much on your the, the, the weekly meeting with the media. So it was tough. It was tough the first couple of years, but I'm going to tell you what, between Bobby Slowick, CJ Stroud, D'Amico's made it a couple of times. And I think really just D'Amico's, D'Amico's willingness to let guys. Now I think he makes sure that there's certain guys that we don't hear from much because they're loose cannons and they may say God knows what. <laughs> they get so, the JD treatment. <laughs> sure, sure. So I, I don't I don't think D'Amico's reckless with it, but I do believe D'Amico allows guys to be themselves and encourages guys to be themselves and speak their mind and and uh trust them with the media. And so we've got a, we, we've got some great clips from the media, but I mean from the players. But Damian Pierce, none better than this right here. This is a little bit more of on a serious note with Damian Pierce because we had him in. Obviously, he returned to kickoff for a touchdown, ninety plus yards. Um, he's been he's been a a backup quarterback. I mean, backup running back after getting injured. Um, Devin Singletary's been the starting guy, and 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 Damian Pierce has uh, been relegated to to very very little work. I can't remember. I think you had one carry, maybe. This past this past week, I think he had I think he had one carry. It was what I he had one it? carry, three catches for yeah. six yards. There you go. So one carry. I mean, that's, that's, that goes to tell you where Damian Pierce is at after after rushing for over nine hundred yards and really being on pace to uh, rush for I believe eleven hundred yards roughly last year. This guy was um, after an injury. Just again, one carry. I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but but Damian Pierce is doing a hell of a job. He returned the kick, so we got him as as the uh, as the post game guest, the player this week, and and uh, we we brought you guys the audio a little earlier of the the kickoff return and how his first time he's had a kickoff return since high school and yada yada yada. But I'll be honest with you, the the, the best part of Damian Pierce time on the post game was was spent addressing how he's dealing with the lesser load and being a backup running back instead of the starting running back. Here's Damian Pierce and what he had to say in answering that question. To be honest with you, bro, in my long time, bro, I think about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be the best year of my career, you know, stat-wise, but honestly, I think this is the best year of my career mentally. It's giving me time to look at the game from different perspectives. It's teaching me life lessons. I'm like, okay, so how do I handle adversity? Because I really never had adversity up until this point. So how do I handle adversity? And, you know, speaking on that, you know, how do I respond to adversity? You know, I still come in, like, do I come in geared down? No. Still respond the same way. Keep working, keep chipping away. And, um, you know, I'm surrounded by – I got a great circle surrounding me, keeping me confident. You know, coaches and coaches and players are like, uh, everybody just keeping me calm, you know, composed and just there for me. So uh, just being on this team has helped in that department tremendously. And, um, you know, slow – 
I appreciate slow like man. Slow take his time with him, bro. He like he ain't gonna he ain't giving up on me. I've uh very rarely do do I sit across the the table from a player because typically in a radio business, right? We're trying to we're trying to gas this thing up. We're trying to bring the juice. We're trying to keep it light. We're trying you know we're trying to 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 just move the needle from an entertainment standpoint. But very rarely does does somebody start answering a question and you go, it just got real in here. Right, I mean, and, and you don't ever know how a player is going to answer a question. Um, but I, I was, I was Patrick. My point is, is I was unbelievably impressed with Damian Pierce's mindset and understanding of the situation and, and how he appears to be handling it. Hey, Clint, if you could do me a favor, can you just look that way for like a, like thirty seconds while I grab my hoodie and <laughs> take care of some business? Um, the you talk about a young guy talking more mature than sure. his age. Yeah. And one of the things that I always loved about Jalen Hurts was going all back to his, you know, year at Alabama uh, where you know, he gets pulled, uh, title game, yep. and you, know, you get to answer all these questions about it, right? They win that game. Before he got off the field, he got he got interviewed. He, he had he asked a lot of questions for that, and then he had to sit back and, and, and be the backup for a year before he transferred out. And uh, the answers he gave were always like, like that's, that's a coach's kid type. Sure. And to hear Damian Pierce – who look as you look? This is a guy who was a four four star recruit out of high school, uh, was part of a you know backfield by committee at, at Florida, and we always said, why was this guy in the committee? But the fact that you hear him say, I've never had I've never had uh, you know adversity before, yeah. and instead of losing his mind and, and and assigning blame, complaining about this guy, complaining about the coach, complaining about the system, says, you know what? I'm not having the best year on the field, but I'm learning. I'm staying engaged, I'm mentally engaged, and I'm going to be better because of this. If that's how he truly feels, that is an unbelievably incredible mindset, that blue-collar mentality that you want in a running back. If it's kind of how he feels, but he's really kind of ticked off about it privately, he's just not going to let anybody know about it, that's still an incredible maturity to keep that so that nobody outside the organization knows about that. That's still a maturity that you don't expect in a 22-year-old kid. So I thought that was – that's a great answer. Yeah. But, Patrick, the thing is, is again, he's he's a very – I could tell when he when the question was asked, like it it was pain – like it, it, it was – he wasn't real sure com- – he wasn't real comfortable sharing that. You know what I mean? But it was – but he went ahead and did it anyway. It's almost like he checked up and he's like, ah, oh, hell, man, this, here's the deal, man. It's not been my best year statistically, but personally I'm better. He wasn't done. This is – there's actually more to it. This is – because I followed up and I was like, hey, man, you said you needed to work on some things and, and you know, you understand and it's a lot more complicated. Well, what exactly do you need to work on? This is Damian Pierce telling us specifically what he's working on. Because I can't, I can't even say it's like run scheme. It's just me being that much more detailed. This offense is – requiring a version of me that I haven't attained yet. And I hate to say it, I hate to sound this way, but that's nothing I can fix during the season. So I really just, I'm kind of in a limbo to where, okay, I can't fix it during the season, but that don't mean I can't still try to work at it. You know, sure, it's, yeah. that's kind of an off-season thing, you know, okay, let me get my playbook, let me get my body back right. Let me, you know, prepare physically for this, you know, because it, it's a bigger load. It's a way bigger load than last year. And it, it was kind of a shock. To me, you know, mentally and physically, and that kind of, you know, made me stagnant. And then, like I said, I had got the injury. You know, it was a lot of it was a lot sure. of compounded things. But uh, 
like you said, bro, it's, it's really not the adversity is how you respond to it. And I'm just trying to make sure I respond to it best as I can and just grow from this. So next year, when I am where I want to be mentally and physically, my year can be that much more better. Our year can be that much more better. And we can go, you know, go out and get lights out with CJ, man. That's uh, Damian Pierce, uh, running back for your Houston Texans, backup running back for your Houston Texans. Very obviously frustrated running back for your Houston Texans. But again, um, not the scheme. Just clearly, he needs to he needs to do some things personally to give himself a chance. As I say, personally, athletically, to give himself a chance to to perform better in this uh, in in this system. It, it's it again. It, I just tip my cap to Damian Pierce for uh, for being a a young dude, but clearly a mature dude that understands what the hell's going on uh, around him. All right, last weekend was a uh, was a tough loss for for the Texans. I hadn't got. I, I talked to Adam Spolane a little bit earlier about this. Um, three things that I got, uh, Patrick, and you may be able to pull, you may have a, a list of your own, but three things that I got, um, from this game specifically, three, con- three of the most concerning things that came from the Browns game, not talking about CJ. I know that's number one on the list, but there's things that, that we saw that we witnessed that have happened up to date. And it came to light in the Browns game that are the most concerning things right now for me as a Houston Texans fan. I'll tell you what those are and we'll cuss and discuss Next, but before we do that, I got to tell you about uh, Mo Karam Law Firm. Look, I- I'm talking about one of the premier personal injury law firms in the country, y'all, and they're right here in our backyard. They're right here in the beautiful city of Houston, and they're Texans, Houstonians, just like you and just like me. So, if you've been in an accident, if you've been injured in any kind of accident, auto accident, big truck accident, slip and fall, accident at work, Mo Karam Law is who you need to call. Get the representation that you need and the compensation that you deserve and do it right here in Houston with the fine folks over at Mocarum Law. Look, they'll, they'll make it easy for you. Their goal is to make it easy for you. They understand that this is foreign territory for you. You probably hadn't been in many accidents to the extent where you need a personal injury lawyer, uh, but you're there. You're between a rock and a hard place. You don't understand a lot of the legal jargon, a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo. Um, you're not real confident in the conversation that you're having. Look, Mocarum Law is who you need to call. Your consultation's free. You pay nothing unless you win. They're available 24-7, 365. And this is what I love about Mocarum Law. Many things, but this one sticks out. You call, you get a real person, not some automated answering service. Again, they understand the situation that you're in, how frustrating, how intimidating it can be. Bottom line is, if you've been in an accident and you need a personal injury lawyer, Mocarum Law is who you need to call. Day or night, 281 222 2222. That's 281-222-2222. That's Mo Law. It's Reaction Tuesday. Presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, uh, it's a Reaction Tuesday. It's a Reaction Tuesday. Uh, obviously, Monday we were out for Christmas. Hope everybody out there had a Merry Christmas and hope you're happy. your holidays are happier than I'll get out. Uh, but but uh, it's the day after. It's Tuesday, so we're having a little Reaction Tuesday. Ron Ugly is out, and uh, Patrick Creighton is in the building. And uh, it's been fun, man. We got it. We got another hour and fifteen minutes to go. First time I've ever done a little radio with you, PC. I enjoy it. Uh, and and uh, maybe who knows? Who knows, man? Hell, maybe one day down the road with with uh, with with all these subs, we may get you get you in the building. I, I tell you what, when when uh, when we when, when people join us in these situations, when when folks are out on vacation and everything, 
Um, they have a, the good ones have a tendency to stick around every now and then, PC. So hopefully we hopefully we see you again and get to do a little radio with you again. But for now, man, I appreciate you being here, brother. I appreciate you welcoming me in today. I, I said I know all of this came together beyond last second. So, <laughs> uh, A, I appreciate, A, that I was considered on the list to get a phone call in a, in a disaster situation. And I uh, appreciate you you having me in and, and having some fun talking talking some football and you know some some of the most beautiful things in this world have been birthed in adverse moments, man. You're in the Lowe's parking lot thinking you do some honeydews, probably trying to think, well, if I just get to, you probably like me and you got about ten projects around the house that you started and didn't didn't finish, and you made a trip to Lowe's, you were gonna finish, and then you got you got <laughs> that <team>. call and <laughs> you get that call and here we are, man. Well. Um, good to have you on this Reaction Tuesday, and I, I have there's nothing more in, in the business in the radio than I like to react to what we just saw. I love taking in the game, good, bad, or indifferent, and 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 talking, cussing, and discussing what the hell we just saw. Unfortunately, this is more of a cussing because the Texans they took a beating, thirty six to twenty two, and if we're gonna be, if I'm being completely honest, that score, although even the final score isn't good, it's still two touchdowns. That score is not indicative of what ha- what took place in NRG Stadium on Sunday. The Browns, I told you last week on Friday, I told you I was nervous about this game. I think this is the best team, and now I know this is the best team that the Texans have played to date. And, yes, the week one Baltimore Ravens were not as good as that Browns team that we just watched week 16 come into NRG Stadium. I understand they are now. I get it. We're not playing the Baltimore Ravens week 16. We played them week one with a new offensive coordinator and Lamar Jackson not in a, in a new offense and missing some guys. The Browns in week 16, when the Texans played the opponent, is by far, I think by far, the best opponent that the Texans have faced. The only exception may be the Bengals because Joe Burrow was healthy with, 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 uh, when, he, when they played the Bengals a little earlier. Uh, T. Higgins, however, was not. Um, but nonetheless, the Browns put a whooping on the Texans. And PC, I, I talked to Adam Spolane a little earlier about this. But uh, these are these are the three things, not the most pressing things that the Texans have, because clearly CJ Stroud is the top of the list of the most most concerning things. But just as it relates to watching that game, what did I see in the Browns game that has me concerned moving forward that the Texans absolutely must fix? And I can't start anywhere other than. The explosive plays, and and, and I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lay, I'll lay it out for you quickly here. The Broncos, there were the, I mean not the Broncos, I'm sorry, the Jaguars. They came into NRG Stadium and they had four plays of 40 plus yards. I believe they had 12 of 19 or more yards. The explosive plays that that we saw at NRG Stadium with the Jacksonville Jaguars. If everybody remembers that, that's the 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 week that Tavier Thomas took an absolute beating in the media the next week. Um, they, those explosives you watch. Then they can beat the Broncos. Okay, cool. Then they give up 30 to Zach Wilson and the Jets. Zach Wilson throws for 300, right? And then they have a good little game against the Titans. And then they come back in the Browns with the versus the Browns, and Joe Flacco looks like he's 25, and Amari Cooper goes for 250-plus, sets a, a, a Browns record for the most yards ever caught by a, a wide receiver in a Browns uniform. And there were several explosives, several monster plays um, in that game. I don't have the count, but we all know. We all saw it. PC, I'm worried about this defense from an explosive play standpoint. I guess from a one-game point of view, they could not get any pressure on Joe Flacco. None. No Will Anderson, no John Grenard, no Jerry Hughes. 
uh, Joe Flacco might be as old as the sun and me, but <laughs> he has a cannon for an arm. If he has time to stop and survey the field, he can still rip it over a DB's head. He still has big velocity on his arm. He can thread that ball. He's one of the best deep passers of his generation. He was going to make those plays. And he has a guy in Amari Cooper who can get down the field and make those plays. You can't let any quarterback, especially one with his pedigree, sit back there, you know, sit down, have tea and crumpets, survey the field, check out whatever the last, uh, you know, movie was on the Hallmark Channel, and then decide, oh, I could throw the football. He had way too much time, and he knew he had all day. He was never in fear of the Texans' pass rush. Number one thing to stopping big plays on defense is going to be getting your pass rush back. And that's where the health of John Gennard and the health of Will Anderson and the health of Jerry Hughes all come into play. Uh, this was something, because early in the game, my first thought is, you know you're down pass rushers. Why not just let Sting shadow Amari Cooper? Mm-hmm. I know that's not how what they normally do. Everybody's got their side, per se, but where they're getting Amari Cooper matched up on the third and fourth corner and matched up on the safety, just put Stingley on him and say, okay, it's you and me. Everybody else can do their thing. It's you and me. Yep. And, okay, go ahead. Try and throw it over my head because I'll, 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 I got the closing speed. I'll, I'll contest every pe- And you heard D'Amico say after, that's not how we run the defense. And if you, to me, if you don't have your pass rush and you're not willing to do that, it's going to be a long yeah, day. Yeah, offenses in this league are going to find the duck, right? And, and to me, here's here's my own – the only reason that I can I can see where D'Amico was coming from was because Nelson came back. When when I, I thought Nelson was out, I thought Nelson got hurt, right? And and after after he went out is when – I can't remember the, the kid's name. Ross, I believe, got smoked on, on, the, on the, the go route down the sideline. Uh, I thought, man, if – Clearly, they're going to they're gonna move Amari Cooper around and they're going to take their shots with Amari Cooper. Clearly, they're going to find somebody not named Derek Stingley. And if that somebody not named Derek Stingley isn't Nelson, now you're getting into some serious depth corner guys. Man, Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper are going to have a field day. So I was thinking at half, at half, man, you better go to Stingley, Shadow, and to your point, Shadow and Cooper anywhere he's at. Even if you're going to play zone, he plays the corner to the side that Amari Cooper goes to. Um, and... Then I looked up and Nelson was back in the game. So I was like, okay, hey, you want to trust Nelson on that guy? Nelson has, hasn't given us a reason for two years now to believe that he can't at least handle that load. And so I was okay once I saw 21 back on the field. But before that, I was like, ooh. I, I just – I agree with your point. I don't think this game goes the way that it went in terms of Flacco and, Coop, and Cooper lighting it up had Jonathan Grenard been there and had Will Anderson been there. I think it's a whole different game. I, I do believe that. Um but I'm still I'm still worried about the explosives. For some reason, it wasn't just Tavier Thomas, right? It, it, there's other guys in, in this defense schematically. They're giving up they're giving up shots. They're giving up big plays. Um, the the throw the throw down the middle to to David and Joku was just I mean you you can see that sitting on your couch. They're fixing to go with Perryman, right? Those are things that they've got to they got to find a solution because you're going in the play. If you do get into the playoffs, you're going you're going to see those kind of guys and and quarterbacks with those kind of weapons. You got to have answers. the 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 second thing uh, that, I, that I'm concerned with is the the secondary. Clearly, Jalen Petrie gets benched in a day when Jimmy Ward goes out of the game early. Your top two safeties, guys that that I think were this early this season. I'm looking at it. and I'm going, 
Those two guys right there are guys you build around. One, a veteran that's been in the system, knows it, and Jimmy Ward. Jalen Petrie, an alpha, no doubt about it. Guy was out there at training camp making big-time plays. He was living up to the hype of being that 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 leader, that alpha. And then I look down there Sunday, Patrick, and he's sitting on the sideline. He's standing on the sideline next to the the the, the down the down marker, waiting to go in the game midway through a drive. It, it, it Jalen Petrie and what happens with him is uh, is something I'm waiting to hear from from D'Amico on. Now, I didn't see the, why he got benched. Like I mean, I'm assuming there was a broken play, uh, or did he? You know, I, come I'll off you, the I'll field and then PC. say something. Yeah, I, I, he he. I got the vibe from D'Amico after the game that he 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 blew a coverage. Or he wasn't where he was supposed to be, and it's just happened too many times. Which go back to the explosive. Go back to my number one. Like I, I'll tell you this: the long throw down the sideline where Ross got beat by uh, by Amari Cooper, the the safety which was which was uh, a Petrie. He came out of center field and bit down on a deep over route on Njoku, which gave it a one-on-one matchup down the sideline, which isn't necessarily blowing a coverage because you're man-free, you're a free safety, but you do you would be expected to help on that go route, especially as long as that ball was in the air. That was the last time I remember him being on the field. Yeah, that's committing too early to the wrong route. Biting down on a route you had no business biting down on and making making the go route over the top. Because if you remember that play, the DB, the DB jumps up, Amari kind of stops, jumps up, catches it, and then he limps into the end zone. Even if even if Petrie doesn't make the play, he's over the top. He makes the tackle. It's first and first and ten from the twenty twenty five yard line. You you've got a shot to make a play. You have a shot to make a physical play and separate the ball from the receiver. Yep. yep. Uh, you have just just to run interference and have a hand in his face to make it harder. Instead, he's not even in the picture. And and that's in the rest of the game, he's over with his helmet propped up on his forehead and his arms crossed. So that the Jalen Petrie situation is is going to be an interesting one. Uh, the the third thing here is is. Something that I, I thought we were better than. I thought the Texans were better than. I thought Bobby Slowick was well above and beyond going, man, we're going to have we're going we're to throw two quarterbacks at him in the first quarter. Dude. We're, we're, not only that, PC, but we're going to throw two quarterbacks, not drive to drive, play to play, and then we're going to run the zone read, which, by the way, for the record out there, I've heard a lot of this. A zone read is totally different than an RPO. An RPO, there is a passing dynamic. It's run pass option. So you that was not a run pass option. That was a true zone read. That was I'm going to hand it to the running back. If the if the defensive end chases, I'm going to keep it off the end for a couple of yards with Davis Mills. Like that, you sat around a table all all week long and said, "Yep, we're going to trot Davis Mills' ass out there, and we're going to run the zone read." Like I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a big Bobby Slowick fan, but that was bad. Everybody in my house, regardless of what room they were in, knew the Texans had a stupid play call. All my neighbors, now I live on the corner at the cul-de-sac, but I can tell you the neighbor who lives next to me and the neighbor who lives behind me, they knew the Texans ran a stupid-ass play, not once but twice, because I, I have a habit of, and it was a surprise, I get a little loud. I get a little random. No, not you. <laughs> uh, I get a little. I get a little excited, and and apparently, when I watch sports, I use four letter metaphors that are not FCC compliant. Fair. And <laughs> let's just say, I went full Brooklyn, and when they're like, "What? Why is Davis Mills in the game?" 
are you frick? And I didn't say frick. And <laughs> and it was on. It was on. And then they did it again like a few plays later, and oh, I, I was losing it. I, I never, never want to see that crap. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, hopefully we won't ever see it again. But I tell you what we do, we will uh, see. Hopefully we'll see this new player that the Texans claimed off waivers. If, uh, if you hadn't heard yet, you're going to want to hear. Uh, we'll tell you who that is, and we'll talk about the impact this player could possibly have sooner rather than later. It is a big-time sign of a player that you're going to recognize at a, a obvious position of need that we just discussed. We'll tell you who that is, and uh, and, and we'll discuss it next. Before we do that, i got to tell you about uh, Mocarum Law Firm, baby. They're one of the nation's premier personal injury law firms, and folks, they are right here in our beautiful city of Houston. I've been to a, a Texans game with them, drank a cold beer with them in a suite. I uh, had a lunch with them a couple times, and I'm telling you, man, they are, uh, they're Houstonians, genuine, sincere, real Houstonians, just like you and just like me. So it, 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 it's simple. If, if you've been in an accident, um, number one, I'm sorry. Number two, get out your pen and paper because I'm going to tell you who you need to call. It's Mo Karam Law Firm, 281-222-2222. Look, if you've been in that accident and you need representation, odds are um, the other person has representation, the other insurance company has representation, they're probably throwing all this legal uh, jargon, this mumbo-jumbo at you, and, and you don't really know or understand what the hell's going on. I'm telling you right now, get the representation that you need and the compensation that you deserve with Mocarum Law. They will take care of you. They will make you feel good about it. They'll make you feel confident about it. They'll make sure they keep you in the loop. Mocarum Law is the best in the business, man. Your consultation is free. You pay nothing unless you win. They're available 24-7, 365. You call, you get a real person, not some automated answering service. You just make sure you pick up the phone and call the right folks if, unfortunately, you've been injured in an accident. 281 222 2222. That's 281-222-2222. That's Mocarum Law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.